Welcome, everybody, to an episode of Basketball Talk. We record episodes every single Friday, so check in every single Friday. I don't know. I don't have an actual exact time for what time every Friday. Just know on Friday they're coming out. So, have a few things to talk about. Um, as I'm recording this, the Lakers just got eliminated. The Dame, the Damian Lillards, the Portland Trailblazers also just got eliminated. And I want to talk about those. But I also want to talk about the upcoming series. As three out of our four first, second round matchups have been set. And only one second round matchup hasn't been set. And that is Utah versus Clippers or Mavs. I said Clippers in seven before the series started. However, it's looking like it might be Mavs in six. Which would suck. Because I already got my um, bracket screwed over when I said Lakers. Well, I mean, I did have to say Suns in six, actually. Wait, Suns in six. I said Denver in six. So, I got those right. I said Utah in six, not a five. So, yeah. And I said Clippers in seven. But, yeah, most of my brackets were actually pretty good this year. Other than um, Bucks versus Heat. We don't talk about my bracket for Bucks versus Heat. I said Heat in seven. We don't talk about that. And, anyway... Anyway, so first we're going to talk about um, Suns versus Lakers, and we'll go on from there. Suns versus Lakers. Lord have mercy on what I'm about to be seeing in my Twitter, Instagram. I, yeah, it's, it's, about to, it's about to get bad. It's about to get bad. LeBron lost in the first round for the first time in his entire career. And yeah, yeah this, is, this is not going to be good. People are going to be on this man to the day he dies. Skip Bayless is going to be crying tears of joy on it Undisputed today. I say today like it's about 1.30 in the morning. Like, Mark, go to sleep. It's 1.30 in the morning. Anyway, um, but like I was saying, yeah, we're, we're screwed. We're screwed as we're probably getting a second round matchup of Denver versus we're arguing second round matchup of Denver versus Suns. Not gonna be and I'm gonna be honest, that kind of sounds boring. Suns are probably going to the conference finals, which is great because I want um, Chris Paul to get a chip. But at the same time, he his team is probably gonna be very boring to watch. And, you know, in the playoffs, it's all about fun basketball. So, being a boring team to watch in the playoffs is not good. So, some other things I want to talk about are, first of all, um, Anthony made of glass Davis. He's on the hot seat. If, in my opinion, if I'm the Lakers GM, Anthony Davis is on the hot seat. And I'm looking to see what I can get for Anthony Davis. Now, you might be saying, what? How is Anthony Davis? Which I get. However, this man has played horribly. And I mean horribly. These playoffs. Like, it's it's gotten bad. Like, bad to the point. What does that mean? Back to the point where 
I don't even know. Back to the point where I don't even know if I trust this man to lead your team after LeBron's gone. And he's a top 10, top 5 talent in the NBA. And top 10 player in the NBA in general. Because he's executing on said talent when he's healthy. Problem is, he's not healthy. And that's really going to be a problem going forward. You can't have a healthy, unhealthy, injury-riddled player as your star player going into the future. LeBron can't do. LeBron can't do this forever. LeBron played 41 minutes. He's not. He can't do that forever. Eventually, his body's his body's gonna wear down. It already started. It's already started to. Eventually, his body's going to wear down. He's not gonna be the same as he used to. And you can't trust Anthony Davis to lead your team after that, which is a problem because Anthony Davis himself, by the age of like 32, will probably be out the NBA because of injuries. He's 29. There's no reason injury should be affecting him this bad. It is what it is, though. Honestly. I don't even know. This is his ninth year in the NBA. In nine seasons, he hasn't played 82 games once. Not once has he played 82 games. And it would be different if he was a gold managing. But no, most of these seasons he's been injured. And that is a problem. You can't have an injury riddle player as your star. You're not going to go anywhere. So, honestly, at the end of the day, Suns deserve that win. I'm getting a dollar because I bet on the Suns. And yeah, LeBron, 14 and 1 in the first round. I mean, that's still amazing, but he's 14 and 1. It's crazy, because then it, I'm not 100% sure, so don't quote me, because I'm not 100% sure. But I'm pretty sure Kobe's first Kobe's first playoff loss without Shaq was in the first round against the Suns. So, yeah, I, I, I just wanted to note that. And I think it was in six games, or wasn't in five games. Might have been. Yeah, that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about, but I really don't care. Anyway... Also, there might be a bigger problem. This roster looks like they don't care. You can't. They look like they don't want to play together. They don't. They weren't playing defense like, you know, they were one of the best defensive teams in the regular season. They weren't playing that type of defense. And obviously with Anthony Davis. Oh, he's right. It's too late for this. With Anthony Davis being out, obviously, the defense is not going to be as good. But it looks like they're not even trying anymore. It looks like they don't care. They're not putting up a fight on defense. And it's just... It's just bad. It looks like they don't want to be... It looks like they don't want to be there with each other. It looks like they don't like each other. And the only players on the court giving any type of energy were Tyler Horton, Tucker, and LeBron James. Which says a lot. Alright, we're going to talk about a different series now. I might go on for a while about this one. Bucks versus Nets. As you know, the Nets 4-1 the Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks swept the Miami Heat. Brandon Forrest was the best player in that series. Prove me wrong. Anyway, so that series was easy. And same thing for the um, Nets. So they're both very well rested up 
as they really have no nothing to worry about. So let's get a few notes in. First of all, when it comes to the Bucks, the Bucks are gonna have to do a lot. There's gonna be a lot of game planning that needs to go in on their defensive end. And on offense the offense doesn't need to be that complex. Just give Giannis the ball and move out the way. It's not that hard. Now, honestly, no. Because the Nets, the Nets don't have the personnel or people to run the wall defense. They don't have the personnel to run the wall defense. And with the Nets, the Nets offensive scheme is just KD, Kyrie, Harden. Pass. KD, Kyrie, Harden, give them the ball, move out the way. That's basically the entire game plan. So, honestly, both teams' game plans are not that complex, at least on offense. The Nets are going to have to put in a lot of a lot of thought into how they are going to be able to stop the Bucks's, the Bucks's, the Bucks' offense. And, obviously, I think it's going to be more simple than Giannis gets the ball and move out the way. But... Considering that he's being guarded by DeAndre Jordan, probably either DeAndre Jordan, Blake Griffin, Jeff Green, or KD, is going to be giving Giannis the ball and get out the way. DeAndre Jordan and Blake Griffin can't stay in front of him. KD's too skinny and it's not built enough. And Jeff Green doesn't have the wingspan. And he and it's Giannis. Come on now. So, at the end of the day... They can't run the wall because the wall is a defense reserved for a specific type of team. And that specific type of team has to be willing to run a specific type of offense. And that specific type of I mean defense. Alright, let's let's let me stop playing. The oh my God. Let me stop playing. The reason the Bucks are not gonna win the series is because well, they can't. They don't have any enough offensive firepower to keep up with the Nets. If they did have enough offensive firepower to keep up with the Nets, that's different. But unfortunately, they don't. So that's tough. Anyway, while we're on the topic of keeping up with the Nets, another team I think could keep up with the Nets in the East is the 76ers at full health. Not with an injured Joel Embiid, not with an injured Ben Simmons, for example. We need a fully healthy Philly team. I think that team could beat the Nets in seven games. Once again, I still have Nets in six or seven, probably seven, in this Bucks series. If Bucks and Philly were to play, it's so close, I don't even know who to pick. And, yeah, it's just... Very hard to pick a winner for the series, considering the circumstances of the series. The Nets and Six. Alright, moving on. Uh, who we got? We got Jazz vs. Grizzlies. A lot of people aren't talking about this series. This series was... The worst thing I find about the series is that the series was entertaining to watch. However, the games 
that's not four one. It was a close four one. One of the only games that wasn't close was game one, which the Jazz themselves took. And like they lost by seven points one game, lost by ten, lost by twelve. A lot of, a lot of these games were close. So because of that, I actually like this series. I'm actually gonna be rating the first round series. You know what, let's do that now because gonna be honest, I don't Oh my god, bro. All I see is a bunch of people talking about LeBron is over. LeBron has to retire. It's over. He can't do it anymore. Man, acting like it's really LeBron's fault that they lost. Alright, we're going to rate every series, and I'm going to go in depth on why I rated the series that. First, let's start with the F tier. There's only really one series in the F tier, and that's he versus Bucks. What? What was that? That was horrible. That was horrible. I don't even think I can go into detail about how horrible it was because of how horrible it was. I couldn't even, I couldn't, I fell asleep on game two. It was so bad. Woke up and literally woke up in the fourth quarter of game two and went right back to sleep. Like, that's, that's how bad that series was. Couldn't even watch it while staying awake. Trash. Anyway, as I was saying... Jesus Christ, I was talking about Bucks versus Heat. Anyway, as I was talking, Bucks versus Heat was. It, it happens. It, it definitely happens. Um, I fell asleep on those games. It was so bad. It it was ridiculously bad. And honestly, at this point, what do I say? Bucks fans, Bucks fans are going crazy as they should. Miami Heat fans haven't heard from any since this genocide happened. And F tier, we're moving on. Grizzlies versus Memphis. Why do I always do this? Utah versus Grizzlies. Okay. The thing about this series was, even though it was only five games, these were some close five games. Like, very close five games. And because of these being some very close five games, even though it only went to five games, I actually don't want to get my rating yet. John Morant played great this series. When Donovan Mitchell got back, he played great. Bogdanovich played great. Dylan Brooks played great. A lot of players were on their A game this series. Might give this series a C, B. Might give it a B, actually. But I'm still going over also, some other things to note in this series. Jonas Valanciunas was pretty good. Rudy Gobert. Anyway, moving on. Rudy Gobert happened. God forbid they play the Clippers and he has to switch on to Paul George or Kawhi. Anyway, Rudy Gobert existed this series. Um. And yeah, I don't, I don't know what to say. I really don't know what to say. Might give this series a C plus. Very average series. Portland versus mm, Portland versus Denver, in my opinion, was the best series of the first round. Maybe Clippers versus Mavs can change that, but as of right now, Clippers versus as of right now, Denver versus um, Portland was the best series of the first round. S tier, I love this series. Dance fifty five. 
his 42 in game two. They played amazing this series. He had to average somewhere around 38 to 37. It just, every go was entertaining to watch. Even though game four was a blowout, it was kind of entertaining to watch. Don't even get me started on game two, game four, um, game two. Game 5 might have been the best game of the year. In contention for the best game of the year, along with the playing game. Lakers versus Warriors. Okay. Had to take another break. Back then, this was almost... Game 5 was almost as good as the playing game. We had a lot of great action. Great shots from Dame. almost called him D-Book. Um, great shots from Damian Lillard. Had Jokic playing amazing. Michael Porter Jr., the takeover of Austin Rivers in Game 3, I think that was. Austin Rivers getting his takeover badge in Game 3. What's for the watch? And, yeah, just in general, I loved it. We're going to be giving our final grades, and after that, we're going to end the podcast. So, next we're going to talk about Suns versus Lakers. <sighs> My God, Anthony made a glass Davis. Man's gets injured in game four. Can't even say I'm surprised. So, game five, the Lakers get clapped without him. He plays in game six. Well, I think they should have brought him off the bench and waited to play him. I think that would have given him a better chance to play long term. And also would have given them a better chance to win the game. But, nope, they had to start him. And because they started him, he got injured again. And that was the end of their season. It's crazy how the two teams that made the finals last year both got bounced in the first round. But they also had no time to rest before the season, which is probably why both of those teams dealt with injuries. Which is crazy. But anyway. Well, anyway, like I was saying, I don't even know what grade. Oh, yeah, I'm giving um, Portland's going into the FT. I don't know what grade I'm giving them. And when I'm, I probably should have said C plus for Grizzlies versus Memphis. Grizzlies versus Utah. Um, C, C tier for that series. And this series, I don't even know, man. You know what? Give it a B, B tier, low B tier. It wasn't that entertaining to watch. But at the same time, watching Devin Booker, it's kind of hard to explain. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. Last Western play- Conference playoff matchup to talk about is the Clippers versus Mavericks. Now, this series isn't over yet. However, I'm going to guess that this series is over by tomorrow. And by tomorrow, I mean in about 12 and a half hours because... It's 2 a.m., so technically it's Friday. Anyway, like I said, what I think's going to happen is the Mavericks are going to win, which would suck because that would mess up my bracket. And I was um, I was right on almost all my predictions in the West. Please, for the love of God, Clippers don't screw up my bracket. Anyway, the Clippers, PG-13, He's actually earned playoff P. We'll give him playoff P to see this um, playoffs because he's played great. Kawhi has... I don't even know what to make of Kawhi. 
I don't really like to call him. I really don't. I don't know. He's been, he hasn't played bad. He's been good, but like, it's hard to describe how he's played this series. He's just played great. We're just going to say that. Anyway, while we're doing this, anyway, while we're doing this, um, make sure you favorite the podcast so you never miss an episode. Anyway, follow the podcast, you know, and just stick around. Back to the actual topic. Clippers, Mavericks is basically just Luka and a bunch of bums. Luka has been playing like Jesus. And his teammates have not been playing like the helpers. Have not been playing like the his followers. They've been playing like some bums. Certified bums. Casuals. Yeah, casuals. Bums. Bench warmers. All of the above. Anything you can think of, that's that's what the Mavericks have been playing like this series. Not the the Mavericks, not Luka. So overall, I'm gonna give this series a S tier. It's been very entertaining to watch. However, Luka's teammates have not been good. So it's like S low S tier, high A tier. And alright, let's go to the East. Let's talk about Philly versus Washington. I wanted Washington to win so bad. I'm a huge Westbrook fan. I wanted Washington to win. <clears throat> I wanted Washington to win this very badly. Like, very badly. And, unfortunately, they took a L. Massive L. As they did not... They did not win without Joel Embiid on the court, which really should have happened because there's no reason that they should have lost without Joel Embiid. Joel, Joel being out for Game Five should have guaranteed an easy win for the Washington Wizards, and they got blown out. That is ridiculous. And D plus, man, that was that was bad. And two more series to talk about. First, let's talk about. Celtic versus Nets. Now, this series was kind of confusing because I knew that one of these games, Tatum was going to have to drop 50 so they could win. However, that wasn't going to keep up because it's the playoffs. And because of it being the playoffs and that not keeping up, what's eventually going to, what eventually happened was Tatum got burned out and the Nets took advantage. So, yeah, wasn't much to that series. And I honestly don't have much to say about that series. I'll give it maybe a C tier, but I don't, I'll give it a C tier, I guess. And final series before I get on out of here. Knicks versus Hawks. It's too early in the morning. Knicks versus Hawks. Series was great. Even though the Knicks got <clears throat> clapped, even though the Knicks got clapped, it was still a great series to watch. Trey Young played absolutely amazing. Let's, before we talk about how great Trey Young played, <sighs> Julius Randle, most improved player, Julius Randle. 24 points per game All-Star, Julius Randle. 
You played like absolute dog shit. Played horrible. Did not show up in the playoffs like you were supposed to. And left Derrick Rose to carry the team. RJ Barrett, you ain't slick either. You also choked. Left Derrick, left the 32-year-old man to carry our team. Should be ashamed of yourselves. Anyway, now that we're, um, yeah, now that I'm back to my senses. Let's talk about, um, the Atlanta Hawks side before I get on out of here. Trey Young played amazing. Amazing basketball. Average 30. Can't get much better than that. Cook Capella played amazing defense. And Bogdanovich played some amazing offense. So did Kevin Herter, but he also was a menace to society this series. Also, shoot. Nerlis Noel provided some great rim protection for the Knicks, even though it wasn't enough to get them in the series. Overall, I'm going to give this series a A. And that is it for today's Friday upload. Thank you for watching, and I'll see y'all next time.